Paper 14, The Central and Divine Universe. The perfect and divine universe occupies the center of all creation. It is the eternal core around which the vast creations of time and space revolve. Paradise is the gigantic nuclear isle of absolute stability which rests motionless at the very heart of the magnificent eternal universe. This central planetary family is called Havona and is far distant from the local universe of Nebadon. It is of enormous dimensions and almost unbelievable mass and consists of one billion spheres of unimagined beauty and superb grandeur. But the true magnitude of this vast creation is really beyond the understanding grasp of the human mind. This is the one and only settled, perfect, and established aggregation of worlds. This is a wholly created and perfect universe, it is not an evolutionary development. This is the eternal core of perfection about which swirls that endless procession of universes which constitute the tremendous evolutionary experiment, the audacious adventure of the local universe creators who aspire to duplicate in time and to reproduce in space the pattern universe the ideal of divine completeness, supreme finality, ultimate reality, and eternal perfection. Section 1. The Paradise-Havona System From the periphery of paradise to the inner borders of the seven super-universes, there are the following seven space conditions and motions. Number 1. The quiescent midspace zones impinging on paradise. 2. The clockwise processional of the three paradise and the seven Havona circuits. 3. The semi quiet space zone separating the Havona circuits from the dark gravity bodies of the central universe. 4. The inner counterclockwise moving belt of the dark gravity bodies. 5. The second unique space zone dividing the two space paths of the dark gravity bodies. 6. The outer belt of dark gravity bodies revolving clockwise around paradise. And 7. A third space zone a semi-quiet zone separating the outer belt of dark gravity bodies from the innermost circuits of the seven super-universes. The billion worlds of Havona are arranged in seven concentric circuits immediately surrounding the three circuits of Paradise satellites. There are upwards of 35 million worlds in the innermost Havona circuit, and over 245 million in the outermost, with proportionate numbers intervening. Each circuit differs, but all are perfectly balanced and exquisitely organized, 
and each is pervaded by a specialized representation of the infinite mind, one of the seven spirits of the circuits. In addition to other functions, this impersonal spirit coordinates the conduct of celestial affairs throughout each circuit. The Havona planetary circuits are not superimposed. Their worlds follow each other in an orderly, linear procession. The central universe whirls around the stationary Isle of Paradise in one vast plane, consisting of ten concentric, stabilized units. The three circuits of Paradise Spheres and the seven circuits of Havona worlds. Physically regarded, the Havona and the Paradise circuits are all one and the same system. Their separation is in recognition of functional and administrative segregation. Time is not reckoned on Paradise. The sequence of successive events is inherent in the concept of those who are indigenous to the central isle. But time is germane to the Havona circuits and to numerous beings of both celestial and terrestrial origin sojourning there. Each Havona world has its own local time determined by its circuit. All worlds in a given circuit have the same length of year since they uniformly swing around paradise, and the length of these planetary years decreases from the outermost to the innermost circuit. Besides Havona circuit time, there is the Paradise Havona standard day and other time designations which are determined on and are sent out from the seven Paradise satellites of the infinite mind. The Paradise Havona standard day is based on the length of time required for the planetary abodes of the first or inner Havona circuit to complete one revolution around the Isle of Paradise. And though their velocity is enormous, owing to their situation between the dark gravity bodies and gigantic paradise, it requires almost 1,000 years for these spheres to complete their circuit. One Paradise Havona day is just seven minutes, three and one-eighth seconds less than 1,000 years of the present Urantia leap year calendar. This Paradise Havona Day is the standard time measurement for the seven super-universes, although each maintains its own internal time standards. On the outskirts of this vast central universe, far out beyond the seventh belt of Havona worlds, there swirl an unbelievable number of enormous dark gravity bodies. These multitudinous dark masses are quite unlike other space bodies in many particulars. Even in form, they are very different. These dark gravity bodies neither reflect nor absorb light. They are non-reactive to physical energy light, 
and they so completely encircle and enshroud Havona as to hide it from the view of even nearby inhabited universes of time and space. The great belt of dark gravity bodies is divided into two equal elliptical circuits by a unique space intrusion. The inner belt revolves counterclockwise, the outer revolves clockwise. These alternate directions of motion, coupled with the extraordinary mass of the dark bodies, so effectively equalize the lines of Havona gravity as to render the central universe a physically balanced and perfectly stabilized creation. The inner procession of dark gravity bodies is tubular in arrangement, consisting of three circular groupings. A cross section of this circuit would exhibit three concentric circles of about equal density. The outer circuit of dark gravity bodies is arranged perpendicularly, being 10,000 times higher than the inner circuit. The up and down diameter of the outer circuit is 50,000 times that of the transverse diameter. The intervening space which exists between these two circuits of gravity bodies is unique in that nothing like it is to be found elsewhere in all the wide universe. This zone is characterized by enormous wave movements of an up-and-down nature and is permeated by tremendous energy activities of an unknown order. In our opinion, nothing like the dark gravity bodies of the central universe will characterize the future evolution of the outer space levels. We regard these alternate processions of stupendous gravity-balancing bodies as unique in the master universe. Section 2. Constitution of Havona Spirit beings do not dwell in nebulous space. They do not inhabit ethereal worlds. They are domiciled on actual spheres of a material nature, worlds just as real as those on which mortals live. The Havona worlds are actual and literal, although their literal substance differs from the material organization of the planets of the seven super-universes. The physical realities of Havona represent an order of energy organization radically different from any prevailing in the evolutionary universes of space. Havona energies are threefold. Super-universe units of energy matter contain a twofold energy charge. Although one form of energy exists in negative and positive phases. The creation of the central universe is threefold, parentheses, trinity, and parentheses. The creation of a local universe, parentheses, directly, and parentheses, is twofold by a local universe creator and a creative spirit. 
The material of Havona consists of the organization of exactly 1,000 basic chemical elements and the balanced function of the seven forms of Havona energy. Each of these basic energies manifests seven phases of excitation so that the Havona natives respond to 49 differing sensation stimuli. In other words, viewed from a purely physical standpoint, the natives of the central universe possess 49 specialized forms of sensation. The Marantia senses are 70, and the higher spiritual orders of reaction response vary in different types of beings from 70 to 210. None of the physical beings of the central universe would be visible to Urantians. Neither would any of the physical stimuli of those faraway worlds excite a reaction in your gross sense organs. If Urantia mortals could be transported to Havona, they would there be deaf, blind, and utterly lacking in all other sense reactions. They could only function as limited self-conscious beings deprived of all environmental stimuli and all reactions to them. There are numerous physical phenomena and spiritual reactions transpiring in the central creation which are unknown on worlds such as Urantia. The basic organization of a threefold creation is wholly unlike that of the twofold constitution of the created universes of time and space. All natural law is coordinated on a basis entirely different than in the dual energy systems of the evolving creations. The entire central universe is organized in accordance with the threefold system of perfect and symmetrical control. Throughout the whole Paradise Havona system, a perfect balance is maintained between all cosmic realities and all spiritual forces. Paradise, with an absolute grasp of material creation, perfectly regulates and maintains the physical energies of this central universe. The eternal spirit most perfectly sustains the spiritual status of all who indwell Havona. On Paradise, nothing is experimental, and the Paradise Havona system is a unit of creative perfection. The universal spiritual gravity of the eternal sun is amazingly active throughout the central universe. All spirit values and spiritual personalities are unceasingly drawn inward towards the abode of the deities. The deity word urge is intense and inescapable. The ambition to attain the creator is stronger in the central universe, not because spirit gravity is stronger than in the outlying universes, 
but because those beings who have attained Havona are more fully spiritualized and therefore more responsive to the ever-present action of the universal spirit-gravity pull of the eternal spirit. Likewise, the infinite mind draws all intellectual values paradiseward. Throughout the central universe, the mind-gravity of the infinite mind functions in liaison with the spirit-gravity of the eternal spirit, and these together constitute the combined urge of the ascendant souls to find the universal source, to attain deity, to achieve paradise, and to know the Creator. Havona is a spiritually perfect and physically stable universe. The control and balanced stability of the central universe appear to be perfect. Everything physical or spiritual is perfectly predictable. But mind phenomena and personality volition are not. We infer that sin can be reckoned as impossible of occurrence. But we do this on the ground that the native free will creatures of Avona have never been guilty of transgressing the will of deity. Through all eternity, these supernal beings have been consistently loyal to the eternals of days. Neither has sin appeared in any creature who has entered Havona as a pilgrim. There has never been an instance of misconduct by any creature of any group of personalities ever created in or admitted to the central Havona universe. So perfect and so divine are the methods and means of selection in the universes of time that never in the records of Avona has an error occurred. No mistakes have ever been made. No ascendant soul has ever been prematurely admitted to the central universe. Section 3. The Havona Worlds Concerning the government of the central universe, there is none. Havona is so exquisitely perfect that no intellectual system of government is required. There are no regularly constituted courts, neither are there legislative assemblies. Havona requires only administrative direction. The height of the ideals of true self-government may be observed here. There is no need of government among such perfect and near-perfect intelligences. They stand in no need of regulation, for they are beings of native perfection interspersed with evolutionary creatures who have long ago passed the scrutiny of the supreme tribunals of the super-universes. The administration of Havona is not automatic but it is marvelously perfect and divinely efficient. It is chiefly planetary and is vested in the resident eternal of days, each Havona sphere being directed by one of these trinity origin personalities. Eternals of days are not creators, but they are perfect administrators. 
They teach with supreme skill and direct their planetary children with a perfection of wisdom bordering on absoluteness. The billion spheres of the central universe constitute the training worlds of the high personalities native to Paradise and Havona and further serve as the final proving grounds for ascending creatures from the evolutionary worlds of time. In the execution of the Universal Source's great plan of creature ascension, the pilgrims of time are landed on the receiving worlds of the outer or seventh circuit, and subsequent to increased training and enlarged experience, they are progressively advanced inward, planet by planet and circle by circle, until they finally attain the deities and achieve residence on paradise. At present, although the spheres of the seven circuits are maintained in all their supernal glory, only about 1% of all planetary capacity is utilized in the work of furthering the Creator's universal plan of mortal ascension. About one-tenth of one percent of the area of these enormous worlds is dedicated to the life and activities of the core of the finality, beings eternally settled in light and life who often sojourn and minister on the Havona worlds. These exalted beings have their personal residences on paradise. The planetary construction of the Havona spheres is entirely unlike that of the evolutionary worlds and systems of space. Nowhere else in all the grand universe is it convenient to utilize such enormous spheres as inhabited worlds. Triata physical constitution, coupled with the balancing effect of the immense dark gravity bodies makes it possible to equalize the physical forces so perfectly and to balance the various attractions of this tremendous creation so exquisitely. Anti-gravity is also employed in the organization of the material functions and the spiritual activities of these enormous worlds. The architecture, lighting, and heating as well as the biologic and artistic embellishment of the Havona spheres are quite beyond the greatest possible stretch of human imagination. You cannot be told much about Havona. To understand its beauty and grandeur, you must see it. But there are real rivers and lakes on these perfect worlds. Spiritually, these worlds are ideally appointed. They are fittingly adapted to their purpose of harboring the numerous orders of differing beings who function in the central universe. Manifold activities take place on these beautiful worlds, which are far beyond human comprehension. Section 4. Creatures of the Central Universe there are seven basic forms of living things and beings on the Havona worlds, and each of these basic forms exists in three distinct phases. Each of these three phases is divided into 70 major divisions. 
and each major division is composed of 1,000 minor divisions, with yet other subdivisions, and so on. These basic life groups might be classified as 1. Material, 2. Moranchal, 3. Spiritual, 4. Absinite, 5. Ultimate, 6. Co-absolute, and 7. Absolute. Decay and death are not a part of the cycle of life on the Havona worlds. In the central universe, the lower living things undergo the transmutation of materialization. They do change form and manifestation, but they do not resolve by process of decay and cellular death. The Havona natives are all the offspring of the Paradise Trinity. They are without creature parents, and they are non-reproducing beings. We cannot portray the creation of these citizens of the central universe, beings who never were created. The entire story of the creation of Havona is an attempt to time, space, and eternity fact which has no relation to time or space as mortals comprehend them. But we must concede human philosophy a point of origin. Even personalities far above the human level require a concept of, quote, beginnings, end quote. Nevertheless, the Paradise Havona system is eternal. The natives of Havona live on the billion spheres of the central universe in the same sense that other orders of permanent citizenship dwell on their respective spheres of nativity. As the material order of beings carries on the material, intellectual, and spiritual economy of a billion local systems in a super-universe, so, in a larger sense, do the Havona natives live and function on the billion worlds of the central universe. You might possibly regard these Havoners as material creatures in the sense that the word, quote, material, end quote, could be expanded to describe the physical realities of the divine universe. There is a life that is native to Havona and possesses significance in and of itself. Havoners minister in many ways to paradise descenders and to super-universe ascenders, but they also live lives that are unique in the central universe and have relative meaning quite apart from either paradise or the super-universes. As the worship of the faith children of the evolutionary worlds ministers to the satisfaction of the universal creator's love, so the exalted adoration of the Havona creatures satiates the perfect ideals of divine beauty and truth. As mortals strive to do the will of the Creator, these beings of the central universe live to gratify the ideals of the Paradise Trinity. 
In their very nature, they are the will of the Creator. Mortals rejoice in the goodness of the Creator. Havoners exult in the divine beauty, while you both enjoy the ministry of the liberty of living truth. Havoners have both optional present and future unrevealed destinies, and there is a progression of native creatures that is peculiar to the central universe, a progression that involves neither ascent to paradise nor penetration of the super-universes. This progression to higher Havona status may be suggested as follows. 1. Experiential progress outward from the first to the seventh circuit. 2. Progress inward from the seventh to the first circuit. And 3. Intra-circuit progress progression within the worlds of a given circuit. In addition to the Havona natives, the inhabitants of the central universe embrace numerous classes of pattern beings for various universe groups, advisors, directors, and teachers of their kind and to their kind throughout creation. All beings in all universes are fashioned along the lines of some order of pattern creature living on one of the billion worlds of Havona. Even the mortals of time have their goal and ideals of creature existence on the outer circuits of these pattern spheres on high. Then there are those beings who have attained the universal source and who are entitled to go and come, who are assigned here and there in the universes on missions of special service. And on every Havona world will be found the attainment candidates, those who have physically attained the central universe, but who have not yet achieved that spiritual development which will enable them to claim paradise residence. The infinite mind is represented on the Havona worlds by a host of personalities, beings of grace and glory, who administer the details of the intricate intellectual and spiritual affairs of the central universe. On these worlds of divine perfection, they perform the work indigenous to the normal conduct of this vast creation and, in addition, carry on the manifold tasks of teaching, training, and ministering to the enormous numbers of ascendant creatures who have climbed to glory from the dark worlds of space. There are numerous groups of beings native to the Paradise Havona system that are in no way directly associated with the ascension scheme of creature perfection attainment. Therefore, they are omitted from the personality classifications presented to the mortal races. Only the major groups of superhuman beings and those orders directly connected with your survival experience are presented here. 
Havona teems with the life of all phases of intelligent beings who there seek to advance from lower to higher circuits in their efforts to attain higher levels of divinity realization and enlarged appreciation of supreme meanings, ultimate values, and absolute reality. Section 5. Life in Havona On Urantia, you pass through a short and intense test during your initial life of material existence. On the mansion worlds and up through your system, constellation, and local universe, you traverse the Moracha phases of ascension. On the training worlds of the super-universe, you pass through the true spirit stages of progression and are prepared for eventual transit to Havona. On the seven circuits of Havona, your attainment is intellectual, spiritual, and experiential, and there is a definite task to be achieved on each of the worlds of each of these circuits. Life on the divine worlds of the central universe is so rich and full, so complete and replete, that it wholly transcends the human concept of anything a created being could possibly experience. The social and economic activities of this eternal creation are entirely dissimilar to the occupations of material creatures living on evolutionary worlds like Urantia. Even the technique of Havona thought is unlike the process of thinking on Urantia. The regulations of the central universe are fittingly and inherently natural. The rules of conduct are not arbitrary. In every requirement of Havona, there is disclosed the reason of righteousness and the rule of justice. And these two factors combined equal what on Urantia would be denominated fairness. When you arrive in Havona, you will naturally enjoy doing things the way they should be done. When intelligent beings first attain the central universe, they are received and domiciled on the pilot world of the seventh Havona circuit. As the new arrivals progress spiritually, attain identity comprehension of their super-universe master spirit, they are transferred to the sixth circle, parentheses, it is from these arrangements in the central universe that the circles of progress in the human mind have been designated. End parentheses. After ascenders have attained a realization of supremacy and are thereby prepared for the deity adventure, they are taken to the fifth circuit, and after attaining the infinite mind, they are transferred to the fourth Following the attainment of the eternal spirit, they are removed to the third, and when they have recognized the universal source, they go to sojourn on the second circuit of worlds, where they become more familiar with the paradise hosts. 
Arrival on the first circuit of Havona signifies the acceptance of the candidates of time into the service of paradise. Indefinitely, according to the length and nature of the creature ascension, they will tarry on the inner circuit of progressive spiritual attainment. From this inner circuit, the ascending pilgrims pass inward to paradise residence and admission to the core of the finality. During your sojourn in Havona as a pilgrim of ascent, you will be allowed to visit freely among the worlds of the circuit of your assignment. You will also be permitted to go back to the planets of those circuits you have previously traversed. And all this is possible to those who sojourn on the circles of Havona without the necessity of being ensupernifimed. The pilgrims of time are able to equip themselves to traverse, quote, achieved, end quote, space, but must depend on the ordained technique to negotiate, quote, unachieved, end quote, space. A pilgrim cannot leave Havona nor go forward beyond the assigned circuit without the aid of a transport supernifim. There is a refreshing originality about this vast central creation. Aside from the physical organization of matter and the fundamental constitution of the basic orders of intelligent beings and other living things, there is nothing in common between the worlds of Havona. Every one of these planets is an original, unique, and exclusive creation. Each planet is a matchless, superb, and perfect production. And this diversity of individuality extends to all features of the physical, intellectual, and spiritual aspects of planetary existence. Each of these billion perfection spheres has been developed and embellished in accordance with the plans of the resident eternal of days. And this is just why no two of them are alike. Not until you traverse the last of the Havona circuits and visit the last of the Havona worlds will the tonic of adventure and the stimulus of curiosity disappear from your career. And then will the urge, the forward impulse of eternity, replace its forerunner, the adventure lure of time. Monotony is indicative of immaturity, of the creative imagination and inactivity of intellectual coordination with the spiritual endowment. By the time ascendant mortals begin the exploration of these heavenly worlds, they have already attained emotional, intellectual, and social, if not spiritual, maturity. Not only will you find undreamed-of changes confronting you as you advance from circuit to circuit in Havona, but your astonishment will be inexpressible as you progress from planet to planet within each circuit. Each of these billion study worlds is a veritable university of surprises. 
Continuing astonishment, unending wonder, is the experience of those who traverse these circuits and tour these gigantic spheres. Monotony is not a part of the Havona career. Love of adventure, curiosity, and dread of monotony, these traits inherent in evolving human nature, were not put there just to aggravate and annoy you, during your short sojourn on earth, but rather to suggest to you that death is only the beginning of an endless career of adventure, an everlasting life of anticipation and eternal voyage of discovery. Curiosity, the spirit of investigation, the urge of discovery, the drive of exploration, is a part of the inborn and divine endowment of evolutionary space creatures. These natural impulses were not given you merely to be frustrated and repressed. True, these ambitious urges must frequently be restrained during your short life on earth. Disappointment must be often experienced but they are to be fully realized and gloriously gratified during the long ages to come. Section 6. The Purpose of the Central Universe The range of the activities of seven-circuited Havona is enormous. In general, they may be described as 1. Havonal 2. Paradisiacal and 3. Ascendant finite, supreme, ultimate, evolutional. Many superfinite activities take place in the Havona of the present universe age, involving untold diversities of absinite and other phases of mind and spirit functions. It is possible that the central universe serves many purposes which are not revealed to me as it functions in numerous ways beyond the comprehension of the created mind. Nevertheless, I will endeavor to depict how this perfect creation ministers to the needs and contributes to the satisfactions of seven orders of universe intelligence. 1. The Universal Source The First Source and Center our Creator derives supreme parental satisfaction from the perfection of the central creation and enjoys the experience of love, satiety on near equality levels. The perfect Creator is divinely pleased with the adoration of the perfect creature. Havona affords the Creator supreme achievement gratification. The perfection realization in Havona compensates for the time-space delay of the eternal urge of infinite expansion. The Creator enjoys the Havona reciprocation of the divine beauty. It satisfies the divine mind to afford a perfect pattern of exquisite harmony for all evolving universes. Our Creator beholds the central universe with perfect pleasure because it is a worthy revelation of spirit reality to all personalities of the universe of universes. 
The creator of universes has favorable regard for Havona and Paradise as the eternal power nucleus for all subsequent universe expansion in time and space. The eternal creator views with never-ending satisfaction the Havona creation as the worthy and alluring goal for the ascension candidates of time the mortal grandchildren of space achieving their creator parents eternal home and the creator takes pleasure in the paradise havona universe as the eternal home of deity and the divine family two the eternal spirit the second source and center to the eternal spirit, the superb central creation affords eternal proof of the partnership effectiveness of the divine family, universal source, eternal spirit, and infinite mind. It is the spiritual and material basis for absolute confidence in the universal source. Havona affords the eternal spirit an almost unlimited base for the ever-expanding realization of spirit power. The central universe afforded the eternal spirit the arena in which to safely and securely demonstrate the spirit and technique of the bestowal ministry for the instruction of the spirit's paradise children. Havona is the reality foundation for the eternal spirit's spirit gravity control of the universe of universes. This universe affords the spirit the gratification of parental craving, spiritual reproduction. The Havona worlds and their perfect inhabitants are the first and the eternally final demonstration that the eternal spirit is the word of the universal creator, thereby the consciousness of the spirit as an infinite complement of the creator is perfectly gratified. And this universe affords the opportunity for the realization of reciprocation of equality between the universal source and the eternal spirit. And this constitutes the everlasting proof of the infinite personality of each. 3. The Infinite Mind, the Third Source and Center the Havona universe affords the infinite mind proof of being the conjoint actor, the infinite representative of the unified creator spirit. In Havona, the infinite mind derives the combined satisfaction of functioning as a creative activity while enjoying the satisfaction of absolute coexistence with this divine achievement. In Havona, the infinite mind found an arena in which to demonstrate the ability and willingness to serve as a potential mercy minister. In this perfect creation, the infinite mind rehearsed for the adventure of ministry in the evolutionary universes. This perfect creation afforded the infinite mind opportunity to participate in universe administration with both divine parents, to administer a universe as associate creator offspring. 
thereby preparing for the joint administration of the local universes as the creative spirit associates of the local universe creators. The Havona worlds are the mind laboratory of the creators of the cosmic mind and the ministers to every creature mind in existence. Mind is different on each Havona world and serves as the pattern for all spiritual and material creature intellects. These perfect worlds are the mind graduate schools for all beings destined for paradise society. They afforded the infinite mind abundant opportunity to test out the technique of mind ministry on safe and advisory personalities. Havona is a compensation for the infinite mind's widespread and unselfish work in the universes of space. Havona is the perfect home and retreat for the untiring mind minister of time and space. 4. The Supreme Being The Evolutionary Unification of Experiential Deity The Havona creation is the eternal and perfect proof of the spiritual reality of the Supreme Being. This perfect creation is a revelation of the perfect and symmetrical spirit nature of the Supreme before the beginnings of the power personality synthesis of the finite reflections of the paradise deities in the experiential universes of time and space. In Havona, the power potentials of the Almighty are unified with the spiritual nature of the Supreme. This central creation is an exemplification of the future eternal unity of the Supreme. Havona is a perfect pattern of the universality potential of the Supreme. This universe is a finished portrayal of the future perfection of the Supreme and is suggestive of the potential of the ultimate. Havona exhibits finality of spirit values existing as living will creatures of supreme and perfect self-control, mind existing as ultimately equivalent to spirit, reality and unity of intelligence with an unlimited potential. 5. The Coordinate Local Universe Creators Havona is the educational training ground where the Paradise Michaels are prepared for their subsequent adventures in universe creation. This divine and perfect creation is a pattern for all local universe creators who strive to make their own universes eventually attain to these Paradise Havona levels of perfection. A local universe creator uses the creatures of Havona as personality pattern possibilities for the mortal children and spirit beings of the local universe. The Michael and other paradise beings view paradise and Havona as the divine destiny of the children of time. 
The local universe creators know that the central creation is the real source of that indispensable universe over control which stabilizes and unifies their local universes. They know that the personal presence of the ever-present influence of the supreme and of the ultimate is in Havona. Havona and Paradise are the source of a local universe creator's creative power. The beings who cooperate in universe creation dwell here. From Paradise come the universe creative spirits, the co-creators of local universes. The Paradise local universe creators regard the central creation as the home of their divine parents, their home. It is the place to which they always enjoy returning. 6. The Coordinate Ministering Creative Spirits The universe creative spirits, co-creators of the local universes, secure their pre-personal training on the worlds of Havona in close association with the spirits of the circuits. In the central universe, the creative spirits of the local universes were duly trained in the methods of cooperation with the local universe creators of paradise, all the while subject to the will of the universal source. On the worlds of Havona, the infinite mind and the children of the infinite mind find the mind patterns for all their groups of spiritual and material intelligences. And this central universe is the destiny of those creatures which a universe creative spirit jointly sponsors with an associated local universe creator. The universe creative spirit remembers Paradise and Havona as the place of origin and the abode of the personality presence of the infinite mind. From this central universe also came the bestowal of the personal prerogatives of creatorship which a universe divine minister employs as complemental to a local universe creator in the work of creating living will creatures. And lastly, since these creative spirits of the infinite mind will not likely ever return to their paradise home, they derive great satisfaction from the universal reflectivity phenomenon associated with the Supreme Being in Havona and personalized in Magiston on Paradise. 7. The Evolutionary Mortals of the Ascending Career Havona is the home of the pattern personality of every mortal type and the home of all superhuman personalities of mortal association who are not native to the creations of time. These worlds provide the stimulus of all human impulses towards the attainment of true spirit values on the highest conceivable reality levels. Havona is the pre-paradise training goal of every ascending mortal. Here, mortals attain pre-paradise deity, the Supreme Being. Havona stands before every will creature as the portal to paradise and deity attainment. Paradise is the home, 
and Havona the workshop and playground of the Finalitors. And every creator-knowing mortal craves to be a Finalitor. The central universe is not only the established destiny of mortals, but it is also the starting place of the eternal career of the Finalitors as they shall be started out on the undisclosed and universal adventure in the experience of exploring the infinity of the universal source. Havona will unquestionably continue to function with absinite significance even in future universe ages which may witness space pilgrims attempting to find the universal source on superfinite levels. Havona has capacity to serve as a training universe for absinite beings. It will probably be the finishing school when the seven super universes are functioning as the intermediate school for the graduates of the primary schools of outer space. And we incline to the opinion that the potentials of eternal Havona are really unlimited that the central universe has eternal capacity to serve as an experiential training universe for all past, present, or future types of created beings. This paper had been originally presented by a perfecter of wisdom commissioned by the Ancients of Days on Uversa.